help me, Dr. Sayers. Dr. Sayers, Dr. Sayers. Dr. Sayers, Dr. Sayers. Dr. Sayers, Dr. Sayers. Oh, Dr. Sayers. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. What's wrong with me? I think you're crazy. Want a second opinion? You're all so lazy. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. G'day listeners, welcome to Full Metal Movie Reviews. This week we'll be chatting about War for the Planet of the Apes. With me to discuss all things ape-related uh, is Age. Age, how are you, bud? Hey Sam. Thanks for having me, mate. My pleasure, my pleasure. He's back. Caesar's back. And he's on a horse, looking sweet. What did you, uh, what did you think of this one, dude? Yeah, it was good, mate. Um, overall impressions were pretty positive. Uh, still are, 24 hours later. Um, <laughs> well, usually it can change. You know, you never know. But yeah, the more you think about it, the more you reflect. Um, they did pretty well. I mean, I think it was Matt Reeves, the director. He did the last one, and it's pretty consistent. So they didn't really change the course of, of the plot too much. Um, it was it was gearing up to this. I think people knew after watching the last one. I don't know if the listeners would have, but if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you did. Um, yeah, it's just the, the consequences of, of Cobra, that uh, rogue ape. In yep. the last last movie and um, how Caesar's sort of struggling with his legacy and the also the attacks on both sides like apes mm. and humans. So um, you, you're talking to some pretty heavy themes here. And uh, look, we're, look, let's be honest. I'm, we're ride or die bros, right? And we, mm. we we made a pact to see movies and review them. Full disclosure, yeah. I, I I didn't see this. One. God damn it, Sam. <laughs> Um, I, I was listening to a podcast um, called Comedy Film Nerds, and they did a spoiler a spoiler app on this on this um, movie. And it kind of I was meant to go see it Thursday night, and that by having listened to that podcast, it put me off watching this film, um, mainly because not because of the spoilers and I knew what happened as such. Because let's be honest, I can just look that up at Wikipedia. That mm. wouldn't stop me from watching a film, but. Some of the decision making they talked about in this in this film, kind of, I don't know. It made it made the film seem dumb, particularly yeah. by the humans. The humans and their just lack of uh, thought process, I guess. Yeah, well, it's one of those things. You you never really know. It's always arguable. Like some of the decision making. Like if you're a leader, like the colonel was. Um, Woody Harrelson's like, character. Are we, are we allowed to mention spoilers? Yeah, right yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so. He initially was part of the resistance with the humans and okay. he broke off because of his unorthodox methods in dealing with the apes and dealing with humankind that was subject to this virus. So, uh, can I jump sim- in? Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, so he, from my understanding, he's part of the, the fraction group called Alpha Omega or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, okay. So, he, he initially was part of the main resistance. He has yeah. broken off because he doesn't believe that... Um, well, his way of dealing with the mutated virus, the simian flu is mutated to um, turn people or human beings into, uh, well, they lose their voice, they become mutes, and they also lose a bit of mental capacity. And I think that ties in with the original Planet of the Apes as to why humans can't speak, even though in that movie, I think it's the rationale is that they haven't been... Um, well, they, they've been held captive for so long, they... Yeah, yeah, they yeah speak, they've become they've been yeah. breeded to be dumb because they don't, yeah. they're not educated and so on and so forth. That's it. 
So they, they've gone with a different spin on it. They've, mm. they've blamed the virus in this case. And what the colonel has been doing is killing people who show signs of the virus instantly and burying the body and burning all the, um, you know, what's the word? Not afflictions. Uh, just their belongings. Yeah. So they, the virus is spread because it's highly they, contagious. But doesn't, don't they say that everyone has this virus? Well, it's all within them, but I don't know. Something must activate <laughs> it. They don't really explain that. Um, because he, oh, the Colonel, oh, no, are you going to see it? Dude, talk about it. I oh, will see it eventually, um, right. but yeah. Well, the Colonel eventually gets the virus from a doll, like Caesar doll. and his crew. The, the movie's obviously, you know, just over two hours, so it's a lot to go through, but <laughs> they come across a girl. Yeah. They, they kill his, they kill her dad because he tries to kill them. Yes. Um, they take, the girl comes on board. She has the virus, so she can't speak. She has okay. like a blood nose, like the way they sort of display the virus is um, similar to Eleven in Stranger Things. They just get like a blood nose out of nowhere. Um, obviously, they, can, they can't talk. Um, yeah, but they, it doesn't kill them, right? It just makes them dumb. Well, no, I don't think it kills them because it's only been through other people killing them rather than them just dying of this that's virus. That's what I'm saying. So why can't everyone just chillax? Well, that's the thing. The colonel has this warped view that everyone's going to get it so to stop that from happening he has to kill the people that have it it's just twisted um so he's taken that to an extreme level mm. so they've barricaded themselves in this little um abandoned defense base mm -hmm. uh, which is fully stocked it's an armory like they've got shitloads of weapons and they're waiting an attack from the rest of the human resistance to kill yeah because i so saw the, yeah in, in the trailer they had um helicopters i was like there's no way um well, helicopters are attacking the base in the trailer. I was like, well, there's no yeah. way fucking apes are flying helicopters. No. Not yet, anyway. No, um, no way. So I knew that was some sort of, like, human-on-human -human confrontation. Yeah. But what I don't understand is, right, okay, so the colonel's meant to be a psycho. He's, like, literally, um, what's his name? Uh, well, Marlon Brando's character in um, Pockets Now hurts. Yeah. He's gone yeah. up the river, and he's gone fucking mental, right? Mm. Um, but... I would say that in a fight for survival, so, I mean, the apes seem pretty placid, but then I would assume that there's more fraction of apes other than Caesar's group. Yes. Um, because Caesar seems pretty chill, but if all mm -hmm. apes are like Caesar, then there wouldn't be a need for this war, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, if there's a war for survival, what would be, what is technically wrong with the colonel's actions then? If he's just well, a full-on nut bar, he's out to kill. Well, the, his line out of the movie was, sometimes to protect humanity, you have to lose your humanity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it is. It, it so echoes, like, certain cultural elements now. Well, that's what I'm saying. But there's no moral high ground in war. War is war, and it's horrible. So you can't take a moral high ground in war. So I don't understand why the other humans, the, the non-alpha omega group, the, whatever, the resistant group, why they're so hell-bent on taking out the colonel well, they, in my opinion, it would be like the colonel's doing you a favour, man. Take it they, think, they think the virus can be treated medically rather than just eliminating the, the contagion. So there's the problem, because the colonel's yeah. killing humans as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, he's only killing... Oh, he's killing apes, but all humans are against apes in, in this movie. Mm. Um, it's just the case that... Yeah, it's it's all a civil war. Like, it's just all these factions all fighting each other, um, and humanity is just destroying itself. Okay, so it's more humanity just showing itself and then the apes is capitalizing on our stupidity. Well, to a degree. I mean, they, they don't have to really try very hard. 
<laughs> That's what I mean. It's yeah. not really. This isn't really a war for the Planet of the Apes in the more in the sense that it's a civil war with the humans, mm. and then the apes just come out on top. Well, yeah, they're the the benefactors of mm. um, humans being retarded, and that's um, <laughs> and that's what I and that's why that put me off the film because I thought that was a I thought it was a flat out apes for human um, fight, kind of like what we got from Dawn of the Planet Dawn of yeah. the Planet of the Apes. I thought yeah. that would this would be like a um, a more like more war based movie, I guess, like a flat out war movie, but mm. um, it had all these weird sort of subplots slash sub elements that I don't know wouldn't. We're enough to put me off watching this film. Maybe I just listened to too much podcasts and watched too many YouTube videos, but it was enough to make me go, eh, it's probably not worth the 20. I'll wait till it gets out on video on demand and just splash like seven bucks on it. Yeah. Oh, look, I mean, it's visually, it's quite stunning. Like the CGI yeah. is incredible. Yeah. yeah, it does look uh, really good. The landscapes as well, like they're in the forest and the snow, the desert, whatever it may be, that like they've done really well. Um, and the characters are pretty good. Like, they've got a few new characters that pop up. Um, well, Nova, which is the main human in the original Planet of the Apes. That's She's the kid that they save. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the one, the original one with Charlton Heston. Charlton, what's his name? Heston? Charlton Heston. Charlton yeah. Heston, all that much. Um, but I, I remember them being a kid and a cheek that doesn't speak. Yeah, um, that's her. Yeah, that's, okay. So, that is, that, so that, is that Charlton Heston's wife then? Uh, well, his love interest. Yeah, well, I think they, they eventually... Well, how does that work? Because in the in the first one, don't they like go through time like thousands of years in a, in forward in time? Well, I think the... Oh, yeah, I guess, but I don't know when this is based or how far ahead they are because Cornelius, which is Caesar's son, mm. is the main, he's the ape in charge, right? Yes. Yeah, so he's a, like a baby in this movie, Cornelius. Wasn't he a so, baby in the other one? Uh... I don't know, actually. I can't remember. I, I, I've pretty pretty much disregarded Tim Burton's version. Like, I can't no, no, no. That. I mean, as in the, the dawn for the Planet of the Apes before this one. Uh, I don't know if he'd been born yet. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. He might have been in the sec the second one. I thought I, I thought he was born in the second one. Yeah. Uh, I, the problem I have with these movies is that they make some pretty um, big jumps in between the films. I mean, the first one. Um, it kind of like it, the virus gets out, but it's not implied that the apes will kind of take over humanity. They all just yeah. go into that forest, mm. and it's like, yeah, we're going to live here now. And yeah. then, bang! The second one is like, yep, they've taken over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess I would have liked to see a bit more of that initial transition from the rebellion. Um, mm. But I really like—I really like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. But this one, um, I don't know. It just it's hard to criticize a film you haven't seen, but it's just the vibe, the vibe I'm getting. <laughs> They've just switched civil wars. The, the second one was a civil war between apes. Yeah, yeah, The third yeah. one's a civil war between humans. Yeah, yeah. The consequence of Koba, like the, in the second movie, he died in his legacy and, and what's... And the other apes that are in fighting, because there are apes fighting on the human side who were ex-Koba. Ah. Oh. They're just against Caesar. Right, okay. Uh, they call them donkeys, so they're like... Refilling, like reloading the guns, they're just doing all the dirty work for the humans. Oh, um, so purely out of hatred for Caesar, which is interesting. And it, it's Caesar. His his motivation purely was uh, to be out of revenge to mm. attack the humans because he was happy. He goes, "Just leave us alone. We want to live in the forest." And the humans are just relentless. They're like, "No, nah, we've got to eliminate them all because they're a threat to humanity." 
And it's like, well, if they just want to chill in the forest and they don't want to do anything else. Who cares? Yeah, yeah who gives a shit? Let's just concentrate on rebuilding humanity. Well, and that's the other thing, right? So I assume that these there would be the army would still be intact because they got um, tanks. Well, they did in the second one they had tanks. Yeah. And they got helicopters. So I assume that it was some remnants of an army, right? Mm. So out of that, I assume that they would have howitzers and they would have um, an air force still. The apes. No, the humans. Yeah. Like, well, because can. aircraft carriers would be isolated and they wouldn't, you know, it would be hard to get a disease onto an aircraft carrier if it was out in the middle of the ocean. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, um, so I, I, I just failed to see, like, I honestly think that if, you know, it's pretty, I'm trying to ground this in some form of reality, which is mm. completely stupid. But <laughs> if that, if, why, why don't we have better weapons? Like, I would have thought humanity has been really good at, at taking out, um, you know, I guess, uh, I guess, um, uh, in indigenous, um, population oh, yeah. that are primitive, yeah. right? And yeah. this is what these guys are. These guys are pr- not indigenous, but they're primitive. Mm. They, they got bone, spears. they still have bone, bone arrows in this film, I think. Uh, spears. So spears. spears. Yeah. <laughs> so you literally got spears versus yeah. a modern army. I, I get the, that the apes are faster and stronger, but mm. give me a break, man. Fucking a carpet bomb that forest, all hell. Yeah, and no, that's you right. Won't have that's an ape problem. You literally yeah. won't have an ape problem, and <laughs> and you wouldn't have the last two movies though. Like it'd just be one movie, and like, oh yeah, we just destroyed them. Let's uh, yeah, let's carry on. Yeah, or just nuke fucking San Francisco. And go, yeah, we lost the city, but we got the rest of the world. So let's just maybe focus on that. Yeah. But that's what I don't understand. Is I thought this would be like the apes, maybe getting some tanks, getting their shit together, having guns, and it would be like a, a pure confrontation. But it's yeah. not. Like the beginning is like. You know from the last film that your base could get invaded pretty easily. How about you fucking build some fucking defenses, you know? Yeah, I know. Are they, I think they were just relying on the humans, just leaving them alone. But yeah, oh, obviously... But you, you fucking had two movies stupid. of them not doing that. So why would yeah. you think that that would happen? I know. I know. It was a bit stupid. Um, and yeah, it is unrealistic. It, it's... Yeah, like for a movie like this, it's still really unrealistic. Like well, some of the, the things that have happened. Um, Caesar just seems to survive everything. Mm-hmm. Like he's, just, he's getting shot at with like a machine gun. He's just dodging bullets. It's like, come on, man. This is it's getting a bit ridiculous. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like when I say grant and reality, what I mean is like when you, when you establish a framework for a world or a universe, mm-hmm. you got to kind of have some context as to rules that apply to that universe, and then that's you. Okay, yep, I'll go with it. Yeah. But you can't make it so, um, fan, I guess, extreme yes. mm. that anything goes because it's just like, all right, well, now you're just getting lazy. Yeah. Now it's just, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You, you lose a bit of the audience. They, um, yeah, for sure. They detach themselves from the story a bit. And you um, lose that fantasy. Like, you, you, you are. It's pure entertainment. Like, for the most part, I reckon at least half the movie I was, like, enthralled and I didn't really think about anything else. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. Um I can see where it's going. It's all building up to something, and then it just—it's just exhausting. Like what well, I think it was an ABC review, and it goes, mm-hmm. it starts off uh, thoughtful, and then turns out insufferable. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's that's good. In a nutshell, I'd probably agree with that. Yeah. Um, well, it's still only been one week. I don't know if it's been out longer than that. Oh, I think uh, it's in the, in the states. July tenth, it came out. Or something okay. July fourteenth. So that, I mean, it's been out for a while, but it hasn't made any anywhere near the money that the, the uh, sequel made, Dawn of the Apes, Dawn for the Planet mm-hmm. of the Apes, or whatever it's called. Um, yes. And that's what. Okay, so the other thing I want to talk about is how 
the fight between Alpha Omega and the military mm. and how basically an avalanche gets rid of everybody. Yeah. Oh, so, so you know about that. that. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, because again, that was a spoiler. I was like, oh, okay. I, would, like, yeah. I don't know. The thing that's like, eh, that sounds a bit lame. Now, was yeah. that lame? Was that scene lame? Um, oh, it was a pretty cool scene, I yeah. have to say. Uh, it was... It was an empty climax because he wanted the colonel to do something. Do you know yeah. what happens to the colonel? Uh, why Shumi dies or something? Well, so Nova, yeah. she's got that virus and she carries around this doll. And in the scene, Caesar's being held captive and they're pretty much trying to starve him to death. Um, but the apes are sort of banding together and they've found a path where they can deliver him food and water and all that. Okay. So he's okay. And she comes in, sort of just walks into the compound somehow. She's not that small. And then, like, just gives him the doll, like, as a symbol of hope. Mm. And this doll, obviously, being infected, the colonel, when the cage gets emptied, he goes, how the hell did this get in there? Picks it up with his hands and walks back to his, you know, his office or whatever, his, his tower, yeah, which overlooks the whole compound. And then no one sees him when the war starts to kick off. And they're like, Where, where's the colonel, blah, blah, blah. And then Caesar goes up there trying to kill him. Um and he's lying in bed because he's got the virus. Like, he's got his nose is bleeding out. He can't talk. He's, like, stuttering. And he sort of half knows what's going on. Mm. So Caesar goes in there. He's about to shoot him because the whole part of the movie, the whole arc of the movie is because um, the hu- humans just keep attacking the apes. They eventually mm. get to the point where the colonel's just hell-bent on eliminating Caesar. So mm. he mistakenly kills Caesar's eldest son and wife. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking it is, the eldest son. Yeah, the what's, eldest the oldest, son. What is, what's the oldest son's name? Shit, I can't remember. It wasn't Rocket. It was something else. <laughs> Rocket. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me look at the Dawn of the Planet. Yeah, I just want to look this up. Because I thought Cornelius was in the second one. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm tripping balls here. Well, Cornelius is like a really young, like a baby, toddler, if that. Uh, uh, he's just in the camp with Caesar. So, there's that storyline going on too, like father, son. Um, there's a few things going on. And then eventually, yeah, so the Colonel cops the virus. Caesar's about to kill him, then he goes. He holds back. He goes, nah, I'm better than this. And then the colonel ends up shooting himself. So if the colonel was active and meant, had his mental faculties, like the, it might have been different. It was yeah. just, might have been better. But it's sort of like, it was an anticlimax. You're like, oh, that's, shit's going to kick off. Let's see what the colonel does against the other humans. And he just he plays no part in that. So that was... Rocket's, Rocket's his friend. Sorry, yeah, Rocket's his friend. Yeah, it's like his bodyguard. Yeah, there's a fucking kid. They never, I'm pretty sure there's a baby in that one too. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm making that up. But that sounds like a very lame way lame way for the colonel to go out. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. It was like he just wanted to see what he would do when the other army came in, which was mm. like, and then it just never happened. So I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, because you're rubbed of the confrontation that's building up to. Yeah, like it just. Mm. Oh, what's the word? There is a word for something like this. Yeah, you get dicked. You get fucking dicked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't find it. But I'm pre- I thought he had a kid in the first one, so maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, okay. So that and that's what those. I don't like disappointments, and I guess those would have been disappointments for me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it was. so that's what would probably kind of put me off. And the other thing that put me off was um, knowing uh, Caesar dies as well because I like yeah. I like Andy Circus, and I was like, oh. Does he, and the way he dies sounds pretty lame. Like um, he's just holding on to an injury, and it turns out that the injury is a bit is mortal. And uh, yeah, he's, he dies. Well, That's yeah. Awesome. I mean, after after escaping like hundreds of bullets along the movie, he gets mm. shot with a crossbow, and that that's like underneath underneath his arm. 
And he, he pretty much has that for God knows how long because he gets shot when that war is occurring between mm. the humans because he's about to blow up what, the wall. To, so it's, they, the apes were part of this POW camp that they were helping the, the resistance build this wall in anticipation for the other humans coming in. Okay. So it's all like heavy piece of concrete and blah, 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 things the humans couldn't do themselves. Yep. And Caesar notices like a gas tank right there. He's about to throw a grenade and he gets shot with a crossbow while he's doing that, while his arm's up in the air. So he breaks off the arrow. So it's still the arrowhead's still inside him. And then he's like, he carries that from that point till he leads the other apes to the promised land on horseback. Um, so this I don't know how land, long it was. So, I, I, so the first film was kind of, I guess it was now, I can't remember if it was, is it San Francisco or Seattle? I'm pretty sure it's San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. Because yeah. the, the bridge was in it. So they're going across the desert. Yeah. So I assume that's, I don't know US geography that much, but I assume that they're going um, east, right? And, I'd say so, yeah. But they're not be- going south towards LA, are they? No. Well, no, where's the desert in the States? Is it Utah? It's the yeah. Well, it's 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 well, it's kind of the parents of the West Coast in yeah. Yeah. So, so they're going east, and they're probably going towards I don't know, but some Midwest state like Montana or something. But um, I get, okay. Here's a, I got I got two real questions that I think um that that drag my enthusiasm down. Right. Mm. Okay. If the apes are so so smart. <laughs> Right. This is a very dumb question. If the apes are so yeah. smart, why do they ride on horses? You know, and I guess the, what I'm trying to say is that why do they still have spears? Why are they riding on horses? Why don't they have weapons? I would have thought after Dawn of the Apes that they would be stockpiling weapons of their own, that they'll be learning how to drive, that they'll be possibly learning how to fly, um, electricity. They would have, you know, they'll be adopting our technology, right, mm. to give themselves leverage. Because if they had our technology combined with their heightened intelligence and heightened strength, game over, man. Game over. So, Well, I think the intelligence is there, but a lot of them still can't speak. So the movie shows you that like, they're fairly underdeveloped. Okay. But so, then that comes back to my other question. is: So if Nova is Charlton Heston's wife, or mm-hmm. love interest, and these yeah. are, this is meant to be like a prequel trilogy, mm. how does she age up? Like, but then it's supposed to be a thousand years. So now I'm confused with all the timelines. So it's like, so in the, in the Charlton Heston Planet of the Apes, the ones in Mm -hmm. 1968, basically the, 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 um, the, uh, uh, um, fuck what they call, um, astronauts are going into space to look for a new planet, but then they go through some black hole, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they Mm -hmm. go a thousand years in time. And what happens is they actually come to earth, but a thousand years, um, later. Ahead, yeah. Ahead, yeah. So then it's like, well, how does, and this is meant to be showing us how the humans lost the planet to to the apes, right? Mm. But I don't understand how Nova, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't add up. So, yeah, the timeline's screwed. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, is it established that they went ahead a thousand years? Uh, I'm pretty sure is actually they say that in the movie, or the clock is actually shown, and they come to this ship. And the sh- they check the log of the ship or something. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure there's a scene that actually is dedicated to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it might be just reinventing the franchise. They may be. I don't uh-huh. know if they've completely, um, not discredited that film, but it doesn't seem like they're going the same path. No. Yeah. You're they, probably they, right. they, 
paying homage to the characters, but I don't think it's the same uh, oh. universe. Yeah, because I thought I thought this was going to be prequel. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, there's another movie. one. They're going to make another one. Oh, they are. Yeah, it's in the yeah. works. I don't know when, but it's probably going to be Cornelius. I don't know what they're going to do. If it's another prequel, um, we'll see. I guess. This movie hasn't made exactly a ton of money, though. It hasn't. No. Um, I know it's been out for a couple of weeks, but it hasn't. I mean, still, I think it's still to go in China, but it's only made like two hundred million on a mm. budget of one hundred fifty. So you wouldn't, it's not that big a hit, right? No, not really. Yeah, it's a bit disappointing. The reviews aren't that bad, though. Like mm. Rotten Tomatoes, ninety three percent. Ah, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes just takes the average of a bunch of idiots. Um, yeah. Okay. So my second question. I, all right. I still don't think that's. I, I reckon that's um, inadequately ad- addressed. That I would have thought that the apes would have come to adopt human technology a bit more and be a bit more sophisticated in terms of their defense. But that's okay. Yeah, it could be the next one. Oh like, fuck! It, it sounds like because they they came across another ape that had escaped from the zoo, but he could talk, and he couldn't he couldn't do sign language. He couldn't communicate any other way. He could only communicate verbally through you know English. Or maybe then that's because I'm pretty sure in the second one they have schools and the apes are learning shit, right? Well, yeah. Or maybe they're but, learning sign language in the schools and not actually how yeah. to speak. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Some still can't speak, so their mental capacity isn't as developed. Like that's why Caesar is their representative because he can do it all. He can. He's got, you know, sign language, mm. English, um, you know, empathy. You know, he's got a few, few good qualities about him. I think he's mirrored off um, Gandhi, and <laughs> I don't know. There was someone else as well. I think Barack Obama that was mentioned. Oh, like, really? Guys, weird. Yeah. Barack Obama, he's please. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't All think right. he's done that much to, to warrant that reputation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, Nazi, yeah, fair enough. But it's all that humanity, like that empathy towards humanity, even well, though he shouldn't. He, he, I guess he really valued that friendship he had with Franco in the first one. Yeah. Franco was like, you're my bro. I love you. Yeah. Um, and, and even quite, that one. Quite had, Caesar. <laughs> and the second one, the John Connor guy in number two. Yeah. Whatever that guy's name is. Um, yeah, that's what his name as well. <laughs> yeah, so like he was, um, he was the, he was the, his bro then. Um, so he he can develop relationships with humans because he, I guess, he was raised by one and then um, fought um, Jason Jason Clark. That's his name. He oh, fought yeah. with Jason Clark in the second one. So I guess that's that, that's why he can bro down with humans. But yeah. uh, okay, I, I don't know. I just think that I was kind of disappointed because it, it just. The trailer promised a war film, and we got action film, but it was kind of like just has some dumb shit in it. Um, okay, yeah, it wasn't then, really war. war like no. Anyway. Okay, so mm. the second question is: Okay, so why do the humans, if they have such a disdain for these apes and they're so threatened by these these apes, why do they keep them alive? Period. Now I know that um, you mentioned that they have some of the apes called donkeys that fight for them or with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have some apes, some POW apes, um, to help them construct that wall. Well, it's all order. all the apes that they that they uh, take prisoner. Mm. They're all contributing to building this wall. Okay, but and uh, I get from I got it from the podcast that this wall is literally just a pile of trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's like concrete and bits of broken buildings and whatever. Okay. Um, it, it doesn't actually make sense that they kept the children alive. Like mm. the children weren't contributing to that at all. They were still held prisoner. 
No, as harsh as that sounds, like if you're in war yeah. and you're trying to eliminate a species. That's what I get, man. There's no yeah. moral high ground. So these humans are, ty- are trying to fight off um, Alpha Omega, but I'm like, he's doing your job for you because at the end of the day, you're still gonna, then going to have to fight the fucking um, apes, aren't you? If you still fund them on the field this way against, against them. So yeah. I just don't yeah. get the point of having a schism like between Alpha Omega and the military because I'm, it just logically mm. is like, yeah, he's killing humans. Perhaps yeah, we just yeah. tell humans in that area, don't go near him. <laughs> or something. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. It's just like, well, I think- why are you taking away such a large asset to only weaken yourself? Because if you lose against Alpha Omega, mm. you're fucked. It's over. You're, you're, you will lose. It's yeah. done. Yeah. And the other thing I, I don't, I sort of uh, okay. I understand that this virus has wiped out hum- a lot of humans, mm. um, and now it's kind of mutated where it doesn't kill humans. It makes it makes them dumb and mute. Right? Cool. Yeah. No problems. But I'm get- the population ratio of human to ape has to be so dr- dramatically like leveled mm. to make this a realistic confrontation because there's fucking five or billion of us on this planet. Yeah. 320 million in America alone and then like fucking, I don't know, 20 to 30 million in California, right? Yeah. You, how many possible apes could there fucking be in California? How many yeah. could you, realistically? 20, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it doesn't 30, 40? Yeah. I mean, so you're telling me if humanity's down to that much, if, the, if, if our numbers are down that low, you'd be like, you'd be like, tonguing apes buttholes left right and center because you would be like yeah look we will just try and make peace because if we don't we're definitely gonna die yeah well you'd think that but they did. Uh, yeah it's a bit unrealistic i don't understand how there are this many apes in the in the united states <laughs> you know but, what i mean yeah it's a lot it's i get it that they escaped from the zoo and even though like and it doesn't look like that there's much time between those those films so mm. that must be rooting, tooting like nobody's business. But you got to understand that apes are kind of like humans in the sense that the infants that are like a baby a human infants yeah. that they take a lot of nurturing to get self sufficient. They're not like mm. other animals that as soon as they're out of the womb, they're kind of like good to go. Yeah, yeah feast or famine. Yeah. You know what I mean? These, this kind of like they still have to be fed and nurtured and protected. It still takes nine months as well, as far yeah. as I remember. Yeah, so it's not like fucking. It's not. I don't understand. I, I, I think they what they've really done is um what they should have I think they should have what they should have done is allowed more time between the movies um to where the apes have got gotten to a point where it's they're too big and the humans are too small. Yeah. As opposed to kind of making it even. Well if the virus is wiping out a lot of them it that's the thing. Like they say that the simian virus is actually killing them too. Like the humans. And whatever's left they were somewhat immune, but now the virus is mutating mm. and giving them that uh, that mute slash mental <sighs> Yeah, and the thing is, though, if that's happening, then the apes should really just fucking just go somewhere deep, 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 like mm. away from humans. And just wait it out. And wait it out. Like, yeah. that's the other thing. Why are these bases so close to humans, uh, so close to apes? Um, you know what I mean? Like, mm. their base... The apes are always under threat because they just camped outside or or close to a human's base. Well, fucking move then, you smart asses! You're yeah. so smart. Get on another, find another fucking tree. Like, you... <laughs> well, I think they always were, but they were just being relentlessly hunted. That that's what they 
sort of had at the start of the movie. They're like, oh, fuck, this is just going to keep happening. And we'll keep looking for new places to live, but it just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. That, that was the thing. Know. It seemed like... I don't think the humans would be that smart to, to well, be able to track know. them. And again, eventually they would just stop because they'd all be dead mm. or, you know, lose their mind. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's like... Mm. Well, I don't, I, know. I, they don't really... That comes to be like they discover that along with the movie. They don't really... Like the monkey... The apes are completely unaware of that virus. Fucking oh, okay. Better. Yeah, fair so that, that's the thing. It all sort of type. That's how they explain it all, because all this stuff sort of comes in ad hoc. It's like, oh god, here we go. Right. And does that does that how viruses work? Can you can like a piece of clothing or a doll or a toy contain? Oh, I, it can, or, I don't it, know. It, depends what it is. It, it can contain bacteria. That would make sense. But your immune system has to be compromised for that to happen as well. Yeah, I mean, and, and if it's and if it's airborne, everybody's fucked because it's airborne. Yeah. Yeah. But if it has to be contacted by, and the other thing is, right? Don't viruses? Is it no? It's in summer. So in summer, isn't isn't it harder for viruses to to to? Well, yeah, I would have thought to, to spread because um, yeah, like as soon as they're released, the sort of the heat pretty yeah, much kills them off. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, huh. Well, they're in winter, I think. Yeah, they're always in fucking winter. All these movies yeah. are, are perpetually set in the fucking yeah. winter. <laughs> it's like they only attack during winter for some reason. Yeah, it's bizarre. So, all right. So, if you okay, so give me a sales pitch, age. I'm gonna give you a couple seconds. Get yourself together. Get your thoughts together. Sell me this movie. Why should I go see this movie in the cinema? All right. Well, visually, it's a feast for the eyes. Um, <laughs> you'd love it. You know, it's it's an all-you-can-eat buffet for your eyes um, from start to finish, and you just appreciate how far movies have come with regards to CGI effects and um, what's what's that word? Not animatronics, bloody motion capture. Yeah. Motion capture at its finest. So I heard the apes look really good in this. Oh, it's incredible. The, the detail on the face, um, the movement, everything's superb. And yeah, like I guess from purely from an entertainment point of view, I'm coming in on this part. Um, the storyline, yeah, it's got holes, but you know, it's, it's unrealistic to begin with, like the premise. So you just got to go with it. Probably not question too much as you go along. <laughs> but it's just really a, a popcorn flick. Nothing more. Mm. Mm. So. And what's the runtime of this? Oh, good question. Uh, it's not, is it more than an hour and a half? I was... Because I, I don't have the attention span for this shit anymore, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's the other thing. <laughs> if a movie starts, if there's like a lull of 20 minutes in a movie, uh, I'd lose my shit. Yeah, there's a bit of that that happens. There's a lot of quiet mm. parts. Um, but, yeah, look. Having said that, like, Dunkirk had its moments. You know, where, Dunkirk was his fucking anxiety attack to the next anxiety attack. I love that movie. Love that movie. That's 100, 140 minutes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, with ads in the movie, like 240 minutes. So, yeah. Mm. Like, the way things are going. Jesus Christ. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, there's okay. like 30 to 40 minutes of, yeah. of which, which cinema did you go to? Event or um, Hoyts? Uh, Hoyts. Hoyts. But Fuck I, I me, man. Village. Hoyts, I did um, Planet of the Apes. And Jesus. I fucking... I, every time I go to Hoyts, I hate going to Hoyts Cinema. And I hope yeah. someone from Hoyts is listening to this because they spend so, so much time mm. with ads. They, it's oh. 30 to 40 minutes. And you know what? I'll never... Oh, I fucking hate Hoyts so much. <laughs> 
Do any of the times that I've had bad experiences where they've put the wrong film on or like we went to see the midnight screening of Star Wars Rogue One mm. and they couldn't get the 3D projector to work. Wow. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. And they had to ask around for like 20 minutes to get this 3D projector to work. And I'm like, oh, these fucking Hoyts. People at Hoyts, uh, yuck. I hate going there. <laughs> Event, um, they're not, they're okay. I think they do more in terms of like, um, like they show like cult films and they have, I think oh, the yeah. cinemas are better or nicer. Yeah. Like that, that, what's that VMAX? Is it called VMAX? Yeah, yeah, VMAX. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that leg room, awesome and all that. Mm. But their ads is around 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, it's much the same now. And it's all that local ads. It's like, I'm already in here. I'm not going to go to the restaurant outside the cinema <laughs> yeah. at night. So stop advertising this shit at 9.30 at night. Oh, hey, where do you want to go for dinner, hon? Oh, yeah, you know, you know that restaurant we saw in the ad with the fucking Yeah, TGI. It doesn't happen. Yeah, no shit. And I've already got, I've already had my chance to go to the candy bar. I'm not going to go that, go back, all right? It's too late. It's, it's dumb. I fucking hate it. And then they show you... And it's only two previews. That's the other thing. You're lucky to get three. It used to be three previews, sometimes four. Now it's literally two. Yeah, I know. I know, it's crap. You know, you want to, you want that build-up. You want to know what's coming. Like, does that mean there's nothing coming? Like, what, what the hell? I fucking hate Hoyt so much. I, oh, mate. I, I don't know what those ads are target. Like, who the target audience is for that? Because... I haven't seen one person just jump up in a hurry when they see a candy bar ad. Go, oh fuck my popcorn! What, you know, it's what, not going to happen. What do you, what do you, what do you mean? You could give a candy bar? <laughs> Jesus, get out of my way! Like it doesn't happen. Nobody gives a fuck, and nobody gives a fuck about your local targeting, and nobody gives a fuck about whatever you're trying to sell. Yeah. It's there's a reason why your cinemas are losing money is because fucking retarded stuff like this. It's just yeah. it. I shouldn't say retarded, but it, it's just it's it's just making it tedious and painful for everybody ads on the back of the seats i don't give a shit if that yeah. gets rid of the 20 to 30 minute build-up just commercialize your cinema and then mm. when it goes dark it's dark but people walking in can still see the ads and that's mm. it and just go straight to the bloody movie or straight to a couple of previews and then straight into the movie mm. yeah like for fuck's sakes there's ways of doing it that are better than this because people are getting pissed off well i in, I, I saw um I, I went to the cinema when i was in new york mm. and they have, they do have ads, but it's it's nowhere near as bad as what we got here. Like it's, oh, man, you go in and there's more trailers and ads. Yeah, that's a joke. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, I agree. And it's, I think something will happen. There'll be an article, or they'll, the numbers will decline so drastically that they'll try anything. Well, yeah. now they're doing these tent. There's one, um, I think it's event out in I want to say Arndale, which is kind of like a low socioeconomic area. But they do ten dollar tickets all the time now. Oh yeah. So okay. there's, there's those cinemas that are doing that. But I mean, give me a break. One year ticket prices are li- in, to go to give some context to any overseas listeners to go to the movies in Australia. Right, cost you if you want to go in a, like a, a, a cinema where there's leg room and you get like nice big seats and it's comfortable, like VMAX and it's a bigger screen. You're looking at maybe twenty five bucks, right? Oh yeah. Easy. Probably around twenty five bucks. So that's fifty bucks if you take your missus or your partner. Okay, twenty five bucks done. So that's fifty bucks in total. Sorry. Um, and then if you want a water, that's like six dollars. And if you want popcorn and and a water, that's like fifteen dollars. So you're gouging everybody to begin with. Okay, yeah. let's be very upfront straight. You're just gouging people. Hmm. Why wouldn't I, if I had the option, to just stream this off a website straight up at home on my sixty five inch fucking yeah. 
QLED whatever Samsung TV, right? Why wouldn't I just do that? Because I've got surround sound. I can pause it, take a shit, come back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. You're not listening to some idiot trying to open a packet of fucking crisps for like no. half an hour. Or like someone talking or whispering their phone in front of you, like a full, full set of brightness as well. That's really accurate. Yeah. yeah, well done. Yeah, that's not annoying, mate. Cheers. Yeah, yeah thanks um, very much. Yeah, so I, I truly believe that um, there's some films like you want to see because you just want to see it on the big screen, like i.e. Dunkirk. Mm. But then again, there's some films like I would say, I don't know, like every Marvel movie that wouldn't make a difference where you saw it. Yeah. Well, whether, whether it was on a phone or your fucking TV or, or like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I know. I know. Wow. Well, we could we could probably have a whole pod on this issue. I reckon it's the Australian bullshit. Let's just gouge our customer because there's no fucking alternative slash market, and we right. own the market. Bullshit. But the current the current situation, and then where it's heading, and what we can do to improve it, and then we'll put that forward. We'll just submit the podcast to to the head honchos. See what happens. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ. All right. Um. Do you have anything you want to talk about? You said you didn't. You didn't get to jump on our Dunkirk uh, chat last week. Did you actually end up watching it? Yeah, yeah, I did on uh, Friday. So um, that was really good. Uh, I, again, I, I, had, I suffer a bit with um, motion sickness, so the camera viewing uh, played up well, on my stomach a little bit, but nothing major. Um, what else was there? Was you in Tom Hardy? Yeah, really good. Um, good I saw the review on. Oh, actually, I saw a bit of feedback from Christopher Nolan. Someone asked him a few questions as to why he always wears masks in a lot of his movies. Oh, yeah. And, um, Nolan said that his eye work is incredible. It's like second to none. <laughs> really? Like, really expressive. Like, his eyes are just really expressive. I think um, they're, they're at the point in the relationship, right? So they've done f- three films together. At least. you got Inception, Dark Knight. Um, Dunkirk. Not Dark Knight. Uh Wait, yeah, Dark Knight it? Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, exception definitely. the Dark Knight Rises and then this one. So, um, yeah, I think they got a good rapport with each other because I was on the uh, Dunkirk website, uh, YouTube channel, there's, or well, the Warner Brothers YouTube channel, there's um, like a little, some brief snippets of interviews and he's just saying, mm-hmm. yeah, Nolan rang me up and said, I want you to play a Spitfighter pilot. And he's like, yep, I'm done. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think um, you can expect to see a lot more... Um, Nolan... Uh, collaborations with uh what's his name tom hardy i was actually thinking about this the other day right i would have thought um you know in interstellar yeah you know he had that matt damon and he's just playing like he's like he's just playing an arsehole pretty much yeah yeah yeah. and he's just thinking about his own survival as opposed to the human species um Mm. do you reckon i was thinking oh maybe do you reckon tom nolan got uh, tom Tom hardy got offered that role but i don't know he was filming mad max or something he just couldn't do it because oh, that would be that would be a perfect Tom Hardy role. Yeah, I can't. Oh, you're right on that one. I think it might have been. Because I, I reckon he was. Because it, it just seems odd that he wasn't offered a role in that film. Um, let me just check. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm not sure on that one. Was yeah. I'm trying to see if I can find if Tom Hardy was um offered that role. Sorry. My keyboard coming through. Yeah, loud and clear. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You're right, mate. Um, yeah, I've really got to invest in a better quality. Uh, Just use an iPad. Nobody can hear you, hear you think, or your phone. 
fair enough. <laughs> so just some feedback. Um, no, that was, that's more pod, um, there's blog related articles on it, but yeah, well, I, yeah, it just, to me, it seems like it would have been a nice role. All right. Mm. So you rate that movie. Okay. So, okay. If I put this to you, age, if you had $25 and you could only yeah. go one, see this, uh, planet of dawn, sorry, if you had $25 and you can only go see war for the planet of the apes or Dunkirk, which one would you go see? Oh, it's a tough ask. The quality of the movie, Dunkirk. Yeah, yeah, overall, like everything was, was superb. Um, start to finish, I was enthralled the whole way. Um, I probably shouldn't have eaten a big big meal right before seeing it. I think that's <laughs> fucked me up. Uh, so, yeah, probably go watch it with an empty stomach. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. and don't if you care. suffer from anxiety, maybe don't watch it. Maybe, oh, maybe. Yeah, tell me about it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, well... <laughs> Um, I think we'll keep it at that. A nice, uh, succinct episode. Um, Dunkirk episode went for an hour and a half. This one we'll try to keep a bit more succinct and under an hour. Age, are you on Twitter yet? No, not yet, mate. Sorry. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Um, get on Twitter. All right. In, our listeners, you can find us on Twitter at FMMRPod. So if you're on Twitter, uh, give us a little tweet or retweet or like or whatever. And we're on SoundCloud. That's how you find these things. Thanks uh, for joining me, Age. Oh, thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me, mate. Appreciate no it. Wor- no worries. And until next week, listeners, bye. See ya.